Welcome to 100 Stories of Hope. I'm your host, Anne Buckland, and we are on a journey of discovery. And do you know what? Every single conversation I have is just completely opens my eyes to a different way of looking at hope, a different way of looking at the world around us, and a different way of looking at how we connect with people. Um, so I'm joined at the moment with Gareth McNabb, who is Director of External Affairs from Christians Against Poverty. Gareth, how are you? Hi, Anne. I'm really well. Hope you're good. I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm loving what you said in in the first episode that we've just done about if you if you can achieve something on your own, then you're dreaming too small. And I I really think when we're talking about kind of changing the world and radicals, I think that's a hugely important thing to give someone hope to keep going. Um, but on the theme of hope, what does hope look like to you? Um, hope. I think hope looks like action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think hope looks like doing something, even in spite of the odds. I think hope looks like assurance and confidence that, um, yeah, that that you've that what you want to see, the change you want to see in the world, you can be part of that change, and that every little effort, no matter how small it might feel like, is making progress towards that overall goal of, for me, a more socially just world with a smaller gap between the poor and the powerful. Um, Others will have their own views about the the kind of world that they want to live in. Um, Hopefully the kind of world that I want to live in too. (laughs) We've all got to live here together, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. And and what what story to you epitomises that? Well, there's another man that I think of when I think about hope. Um, and um, he he knew what it was like to have no hope. He knew what it was like to have bills. He had no hope of paying, to have had a job uh, that was taken from him, to have had a circumstance where, um, yeah, feeding ham sandwiches to his kids for Christmas dinner um, was, was the height of luxury. Yeah. Uh, he knew what hopelessness felt like, um, but he met Jesus, He had a £10 donation in his pocket and he decided he would do what he could with what he had. And with years and years of experience in the financial services sector, John Kirkby, the founder of Christians Against Poverty, started giving debt advice to people, started trying to help people get out of debt, knowing the pain of what it feels like himself and still in it at the time that he started. But he gave all of himself. He gave his uh, family. He gave his uh, past and he committed his future to Jesus and step by step, one by one, started working to get people free from the grip of problem debt. And 25 years later, mm-hmm. uh, he is just stepping back as the founder of Christian Against Poverty. That's now a charity that's gone worldwide. We're in a number of different uh, countries. In wow. the UK, uh, through a network of more than 300 churches, we have debt centres and life skills and jobs clubs. Uh, we have hundreds of staff at head office where we have thousands of individual donors and church donors who give their time and money to the work and we're seeing thousands of people get debt free every year many many more thousands helped on the next step to being debt free or free from the 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 impact that the poverty has on their life mm-hmm. and when i think right one man one dream one 10 pound note 
Um, yeah. he, 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 did, he did what I, I encourage anybody to do when they're thinking about how do I live a life of hope. Um, one might look at the size of a problem and then look at yourself and think, who am I? But you know what, I think Theodore Roosevelt has a quote around um, to do what we can with what we have where we are. Nice. And, nice. Uh, and to me, that describes my ethic uh, really quite well. It, it, uh, John had £10 and 20 years experience in financial services. Um, I'm now Director of External Affairs at this charity that he founded 25 years ago. Um, I've got more in my hands now than he had then. Mm-hmm. But what's expected of me is to simply do what I can with what I have where I am right now. I haven't always worked for a charity. When I worked in financial services the last 15 years, I knew. Well, I think what hope expects of me when it mm-hmm. comes to defeating poverty and problem debt, um, it's to do what I can with what I have where I am. Uh, so, so, yeah, John Kirkby, founder of Christian Against Poverty 25 years ago. To me, I think his life story is a great description of the power of hope. That's brilliant and actually leads me on. So one thing I've been very mindful and part of the reason for wanting to unpack hope this weekend is that we hear a lot of people talking about hope at the moment, don't we? We A lot of charities, particularly Christian charities, are founded on the belief that hope exists and that we can share hope with people. Um, like Mercy Ships exist to bring hope and healing. But what does that look like? How does that what does that mean? And particularly at a time when we're coming out of lockdown, the pandemic has hit people absolutely sideways. And from a Christians Against Poverty perspective, you're kind of ideally placed for me to ask you this question, really. Um, if people are currently in a really dark place because the pandemic has hit their finances, what things, what kind of simple steps would you advise them to do that can just help them to start to keep going rather than let everything get on top of them? Um, so the first thing is um, you'll have read all kinds of stories and stats around how Britain is saving more money than they ever have. We're paying our credit cards off faster than we ever have. And you'll be sat there thinking, well, it's all right for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say to you, well, they've got help. They have jobs that mean that they can uh, save money. They have jobs they can do from home, which means they can save money on transport costs and food costs and all of these things. So if if they're increasing their savings and paying down their debt because they've got help, then mm-hmm. for you, there is no shame at all in seeking help. So the first thing is understand nobody's getting better financially on their own. They have mm-hmm. help. So you deserve help too. So the second thing I'd say is go to capuk.org and look in the top right corner of that screen and it, uh, it'll show you the nearest CAP centre in your area and a phone number you can call to get in touch with us and we'll be able to talk to you about how we can be some of that help for you. There is no shame in getting help. Um, everyone who's doing well with life has got help. I think that might be their secret. I think that's a really nice way of putting it, actually. And in one of the earlier podcasts today, we were talking about how people can just, you know, how you just put the smallest of steps in front of each other when you are feeling slightly overwhelmed by a situation and and finances can so quickly become overwhelming, can't they? Um, And actually the importance of just reaching out to people, but knowing where those people are. It's it's one thing saying reach out, isn't it? But it's it's having the right signpost as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Christians Against Poverty, uh, we don't just have like a, a, a budget sheet on a website you can download and stick some numbers in it and sort it all out. 
uh, we're a group of people who are committed to hope. We're committed to demonstrating hope in the way that we love people and walk uh, with them step by step, every step of the way until they're debt free. And, and along the way, we'll celebrate every single step that they take. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time, Gareth. My pleasure, Anne.